Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard Edition of D1T in 5 for Tuesday, November 22nd. Let's jump into today's top stories. Binghamton names Hampton AD Eugene Marshall Jr. as the Bearcats' next AD, effective January 5, 2023. BU President Harvey Stenger says of the appointment, the level of competition Binghamton's student-athletes bring to the America East Conference and the academic accolades they achieve, are points of pride for Binghamton University. Gene brings with him a wealth of experience that can help us continue the excellence we have been seeing on the courts and playing fields, in the pool and in the classroom. In a move that could impact another open AD chair, Utah State President Noel Cockett will step down at the end of the academic year. Board of Trustees Chair Kent Alder says, President Cockett has been a tremendous leader, both as president and in her other administrative roles. Noel's dedication to the Aggie family and USU's land-grant mission comes across loud and clear in everything she does. She has positioned Utah State University to take on even greater challenges in the years ahead. The Board of Trustees is very grateful for her service to the campus community. USU will begin the search for their next CEO immediately. CBS's Dennis Dodd reports via Twitter, It was strongly suggested to me that if the UCLA is forced to stay in the Pac-12, the, the common-sense move is Big Ten has to fulfill that media rights contract. It would go get the likes of Oregon and Washington, maybe more, and effectively collapse the Pac. Detroit, Las Vegas Indianapolis and North Texas will host the men's basketball Final Fours from 2027 to 2030. Bradley AD Men's Basketball Committee Chair Chris Reynolds says of the Final Four heading to Sin City, the feedback from leagues, the fans of their teams and the media covering the event staged there has been overwhelmingly positive, and we are confident we'll get the same reviews when the men's Final Four is played at Allegiant Stadium. CBS's Matt Norlander adds context on Atlanta being left out of this four-year cycle. Sources indicated to CBS Sports that there's a holdup with Atlanta at the moment. This final four-bid cycle was supposed to go through 2031. It's possible, if not likely, Atlanta will eventually get the 2031 Final Four. It was the only other finalist of the five cities. College Football Playoff Executive Director Bill Hancock joins Playflies on the Fly podcast to discuss coming changes to the CFP, Hancock on the logistical challenges of a 12-team playoff we could start on the 24 regular season. We're getting kind of late to make that decision, but we could still. Or we could wait until 2025 or 26. All of the details, I've started making a list, and I'm in the hundreds. The first round games will be on campus so tickets, for example, how many tickets does a visiting team receive? And the theory right now is that more or less it will be a home game, but you have to have tickets for the visitors. Some of the communities don't have hotels right there and so, how far away would we be willing to go for that visiting team to stay? How many rooms for the visiting team? What kind of meeting space? When do they need to arrive? You'd normally arrive on Friday before a Saturday game, but do you want to do that with a game of this magnitude? Do you want to say, you need to try to come on Thursday? So, that's just the tip of the iceberg for the really cool details that we will get to work through over the next several months. The Athletics' Chris Vanini tracks Oregon State's football progress as Beavers' AD Scott Barnes says nearly all premium, seating in Reeser Stadium's new southwest side is sold out for next season. That's 400-plus seats at $11,000 to upwards of $75,000 apiece. Vanini reports, Barnes says it'll be the closest luxury seating to the field in all of the Power Five. 
Further, OSU's official NIL collective, Damnation, is run by former Beavers Associate AD-Chief of Staff Kyle Bjornstad, who says, we're going to be aggressive. There's no question Cohen's departure had an impact. That's Mississippi State-adjacent NIL collective the Bulldog Initiative founder Charlie Winfield on the spike in donations, after former AD John Cohen exited Starkville for Auburn. Winfield says the organization now has over 3K members across its giving tiers, though he doesn't offer clarity on exactly how much money is actually in the bank. More from Winfield, we've seen other NIL entities not work and actually not be able to follow through on the promises they made. We're not spending any money we don't have. We're not counting anything that's not in the bank. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard Edition of D1T in 5 for Tuesday, November 22nd. We'll see you back here tomorrow morning.